Record it now. Wait, it's whatever. I'm just gonna edit it anyway. That sounds like the Fed. I know, right? Isn't that creepy as shit? It's just like, wait a minute. Who's following? You're now being recorded. <laughs> this message will self-destruct in yeah. five. You're <laughs> now being recorded. So watch what you fucking say. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, man? How we doing? Hey, Chris. Yeah, it's uh, going pretty well. Thanks for uh, the invite. I've been thinking about having you on for a while, man, because I've been a big fan of your stuff. I mean, like, you know, literally you were one of the first people that I kind of, you know, when you get into like libertarian stuff, right, you stick with like the main people. You're like Dave Smith and Tom Woods, right? But then I saw you on uh, uh, Dave Smith's that bonus episode you did with him, right? And then, dude, you just blew my mind. I mean, I forget what exactly it was. I think you were just, you, you, you red-pilled the shit out of me, dude. That's what it was. You red-pilled the shit out of me. And then I took a look at your uh, your YouTube page back then. And I mean, oh, my God, man, was that like the best resource ever? I mean, you literally have like a library on YouTube. <laughs> like, it's amazing how much work you've done. So I mean, first off, let me just say thank you for that, because that has tremendously helped me. <laughs> um, but also, like, dude, what is your life like? I mean, how much do you read? You must spend a ton of time working on this stuff. You know what? It's a lot of... Uh, doing only reading and then only producing. So it's not like you read something and then produce it. You have to read five of these books, A Republic, Not an Empire. Who would have <laughs> thought this would be a shockingly amazing book? So I, I often will have to read like 20 of those in order to get, you know, one or two videos. But oh. other times when I get something like Democracy to God that failed, it's like each page, I'm like, all right, rip sticky note off. <laughs> this, this this paragraph's a video. This is a podcast. Uh, I think I should get Bird Arcist for this one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so just the more you read and especially because it's so indiscriminate. So whether it's foreign policy from a Jimmy Dore standpoint or a Tom Wood standpoint, that alone can give you so much material. Or, um, I mean, even if I look at just the chapters in here, uh, Buchanan goes through uh, the myth of American isolationism is pages 47 and 48. That's a video expected sometime <laughs> soon. Hell yeah. Because th that, of course, is the great myth. He also goes into the origin of the term isolationist and how, of course, it is as ridiculous as saying you don't believe in invading your neighbor's house. Well, then you're just a neighborhood isolationist. Uh, well, you could still trade with people, still talk with them. Uh, just means no aggression, really. And uh, to see how so many people come to similar conclusions, whether they're starting at like Lysander Spooner's point or Michael Humer's point or Pat Buchanan or Tom Woods or Thomas Sowell or Walter Williams, to see so many of them come to the same conclusion with different premises it's just so mind blowing that it's a little addicting. <laughs> and so I do it a little more than I should, but thankfully I was uh, let go by uh, my jobs like a year and a half ago. Oh, and I said, like, thankfully. Well, so I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause at the time it was like a little devastating, but then I said, well, let, let me see if I could earn any money doing this. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, people, uh, people valued it uh, enough. So Oh, this, dude, is, yeah. uh, th this is my thing. I also do tech work on the side just for a little walk around money. So I yeah, don't show up empty handed at, uh, at Christmas uh, <laughs> with the family. Yeah, good point. Good point. Well, dude, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the thing is like you've 
it seems like obviously, and you said you have, you've read so much. So you've got like this crazy perspective where you're seeing it from like everybody else's point of view. And that's why I love you on Twitter. Cause you'll just be like, I'll just see somebody who would post something that's stupid. Right. And then like somebody will quote tweet it and I'll hop on that tweet. And then you're like the first reply on there for me. And you just say some, like, it's always so simple and it's always so basic, but it just gets to the core principle of it. And then it just makes you think like, Oh wow. Yeah. That is what's going on here. You know, like you just break it down so simply and I don't know, man, I dig the shit out of it. Do you have like a certain strategy on Twitter that you like go about? Release the anger. (laughs) Dude, I I swear that's it. And the problem is it hardly even works. It's like a five second fix. It's like, uh, I don't know if you watch Seinfeld, but there's one where the dad just screams serenity now instead of dealing with his anger. And it's like, yeah, you know, it works for about 30 seconds. Uh, And then you're pissed off. It doesn't get to the root of the issue. But when I look at like the impressions and it's like 2000 impressions on average, per tweet now granted some impressions it's like 40 but others it's like 30,000 wow. that's just too addicting for me yeah to give up. <laughs> right. well, well considering it was like you know me just sitting on the couch thinking to myself how the fuck can they monopolize banking and say <laughs> monopolies are bad what what the fuck is going on <laughs> well well it used to just be me talking to myself and now that it's 2000 on average it's that's well, a little uh rough to give up yeah so exactly. my strategy no just release anger serenity now yeah Yeah. that's a good good approach (laughs) it's sad where whereas i really put thought into the videos and any any post there that i make i'll say if this isn't worth the time of the few thousand people who tune in through podcasts youtube and every other aspect i'm not gonna do it because my whole thing is i can't believe people will watch don lemon 42 minutes five nights a week because you get more or less, or I shouldn't say you get nothing. You get less than nothing because you think (laughs) you're getting something productive. So it's literally worse than if (laughs) you slept or watched Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) Um, At least that's enjoyable. That could actually improve your life. Whereas Don Don Lemon doesn't. It's like swallowing paper, thinking you're taking (laughs) vitamin C. Uh, the, The problem is you think you're doing something productive and you're filling this intellectual hole but that's not the case so so with me it's like i am not going to waste any any time you click on something that i put up it's going to be productive um so i mean that's my goal now granted i don't exactly brag about that (laughs) because then i just know people really well why did you spend five minutes on this and uh and it kind of opens me up it yeah. kind of opens me up for more criticism than I otherwise would have, but oh, I see. The, but that's uh, that, that's why you know it's always nice to hear that you appreciated the library of knowledge back. God, I was on Dave's show so long ago. It seems, <laughs> it, I, or you know what? It was at the beginning of COVID, so it had to it have was. been March, Aprilish, of exactly, yeah, twenty twenty. I because that was uh, the the topic. It's funny how we were talking about gain of function from the university of china uh south china university at the time and then it took like a year for the mainstream to pick it up but they're still ahead of schedule because they still don't understand the industrial revolution or (laughs) you know the first world war so yeah exactly it's more impressive so let's get into it i got some questions for you so um you know we've all played the game marry fuck kill right you're hanging out with a your friends at a sleepover or something like that. Everybody wants to play that game. 
I got my own version of it and it's the non-aggression principle version of it. So I'm going to give you three people and you're going to decide out of the three who you're going to assault, who you're going to rob and who you're going to murder. Uh, and so here are the three candidates. Number one, Dave Smith. Number two, Pete Kionis. And number three, Scott Horton. All right. Uh, I am going to assault Scott, uh, kill Dave and steal from Pete. And I'm not even going to explain my reasoning <laughs> just because, just because it's terrible. It's just terrible. Either way, I'll spend 45 minutes on any other little question. <laughs> but on this one, I mean, of, of course, obviously, the, uh, the, the game is intentionally constraining you to <laughs> yeah. doing terrible things to, <laughs> to good people. Um, it's not like, all right, Dick Cheney. Bill Crystal. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it, gun to my head. These are your those, friends. The, the, those would just uh, go in that order. Of course, I would catch a grenade for any of those guys. I think they've made such great contributions. But for the sake of, you know, dealing with uh, the limitations, that those are my answers. There you go. Good stuff. Hell yeah, man. I'm wondering if you've ever had a time in your life, and I know you went to ASU, so I'm sure that you've seen some crazy shit. I'm wondering if you've ever had a time where you've witnessed somebody's nap being violated yeah well uh when you had asked me about this the first thing that came to mind was just um the amount of calculation that can be put into something so while sometimes we can be angry and respond by hitting someone yes that certainly uh qualifies as a nap violation uninvited physical interference or even if you, you know, steal something or take more than your allotted amount based on some, you know, general theory of easement, you let someone in your house and they take more food than whatever, that, that seems so small. The first thing that came to mind was uh, when a cop stole uh, a pair of beets uh, from me in eight, uh, I had to have been 18. So seven years ago, 2014. Whoa. And I'm referring to the headphone beats by Dr. Dre, not like, yeah. <laughs> not like Dwight oh, Schrute's yeah. uh, <laughs> farm in, right. in the office. He stole my bag of fruit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we're like, we're at this party and we walk out. I have my headphones. I have a tablet and a big bottle of Sky. And I set it on the car and we're just smoking cigarettes, BSing about the world. Mm -hmm. And then we just see lights like out of nowhere, someone had called the cops and then we just start running. And I go, oh my God. <laughs> and I grab a bottle of Sky and then I run and I go, oh my God, my, those headphones, these $300 headphones that I just got, I left on top of my car. And I go, oh. uh, but by this time I've, I'm the nap violator actually in this one because I'm in someone <laughs> else's backyard, but uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm escaping an aggressor in the most peaceful manner possible. Uh, so I'm following the uh, proportionality theory of, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 of resisting aggressors. So I am, I remember I'm just like curled up in a little ball between this big <laughs> recycle bin and this big trash can. And I, I, I got my phone and I'm just like trying to text my friends. Hey, is, is everyone safe? I live real close. We could meet at my place. <laughs> I got a response from my friend who's like, hey, where are you? I got a car. I can pick you up. I haven't oh, had nice. anything to drink. So, so we're all good. 
So you're just texting this in like the backyard, like hiding in a bush. You're just like texting in some random person's backyard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not the backyard of the house that the cops were like raiding at the time. So so I still had my bottle of sky and I'm like, God, those beats. Oh, I'm I'm like, you know what? I just need to take the loss. I'm not going to get an MIC minor in consumption. They'll get you there. I remember that shit. That was like the big thing. If you never got one of those, it was like, oh my gosh, how have you not gotten? So, um, so I go to a, uh, to someone else's house and then I'm like, Hey, here is the house number I'm at on this street. Come pick me up. And then I see the cops driving slowly with these big flashlights, just like they're in the middle of the wilderness. This was a a regular neighborhood, you know, looking, trying to see, oh, were there any kids who ran away who were going to stop? So what I did was I said, I was a big fan of Breaking Bad. So I said, I should do the Walter White hiding in plain sight theory. So instead of me hiding, waiting for my friend to come out, because I have to find this equilibrium between my friend seeing me and picking me up quickly, and the cops not seeing me. So what I did was That's so funny. Oh my god. I wouldn't have told the story if I remembered what I did. <laughs> oh god, start over. Me. Start over. All right. All right. Uh, uh, assault Mary Kill. Who, 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 who what I did. Okay. So He's like, bail, so, bail. <laughs> so uh I, I'm in this uh th- this front yard and there's like and I see a house with a swing on it. And it's it's like 2 a.m. So I go there and I'm dressed like, you know, you would dress for a party in like sweater, jeans and, you know, uh, not running shoes, Mm -hmm. but, you know, nicer shoes and a watch. So (laughs) I don't know why I thought this sounded like a good idea at the time. I just uh, got in my boxers and faked a phone call (laughs) as though. As though I live here, <laughs> as though I live here. So, so sure enough, the cops that are looking around everywhere stop by and they see me, they shine the light right on me. And they're like, Hey, you see anyone? And I go, um, I, I go, I, I was, I go, my mom's asleep. I just came out to take a call. I'm sorry. He goes, we're just looking for, we're, have a good night. And then the cop drove away. So, (laughs) so he drives off. My friend sees, my friend drives up and sees me in my boxers faking a phone call. Um, And then I get in his car. Oh, yes. Okay. So I get in his car and I'm just like, dude. Just take me home. I know the, the fact that we made it out of there, whatever. I lost my beats. We're going to, um, we're going to Rome like the next day, and oh, uh, and that was you know one of the big things. I got these nice headphones <laughs> for, for this big trip know, for like this twelve-hour flight. Oh my god! It's a small price. I didn't. It, it it was getting the MIC dealing with the inconvenience and, you know, my parents being like, sure. well, we know you're drinking, but the fact that it's now inconveniencing us, well, now we got to start laying down uh, the, the law. But then again, I was 18 at the time. So probably it was probably more of an ego thing that the cops <laughs> never got me. So I get home, it's like three o'clock and my phone starts going off and, uh, and I pick it up and I was like, 
oh no 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 it was my friend's phone so it was someone from the party so that's why i was willing to answer i go hey is everything okay and this you know this guy's like Hi, this is Officer Anderson. Is this Keith Knight? (laughs) So I go, yeah, what is this? Um, And, you know, my friend, I still have the tweet uh, that my friend uh, did in like 2013, 2014. And he goes, yeah, Keith, uh, we're going to need you to come move your car because it's parked illegally. Uh, I get the scam. He knows a kid's been drinking, so he gets him behind the wheel. So he mm-hmm. gives him a DUI mm-hmm. on top of an MIC. Uh, nice try. Um, and I said, you know what? Just tow the car. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I parked it illegally. Make sure to have pictures for the court date because I'm fighting this. Um, you know, of course, I have all the confidence in the world because he's not <laughs> right in front of me. And, <laughs> and I'm like half a bottle of Jaeger uh, <laughs> into the night. And he goes, well, you know, uh, Keith, uh, you, you've almost littered here with uh, the amount of things you uh, ha- have on your car. I, I'm not just going to let these uh, sit out. I'll have to impound them. And I said, well, if the government could stop stealing my property, I'd appreciate it. But I don't expect much. Goodbye. <laughs> and then I hung up. That's the quote of the, the government stealing my property. That, that's what my friend tweeted. And that's the only reason I remember. That's the only reason I remember that. <laughs> So I go there the next day and I had had, I'd had like a little case for a tablet and the headphones mm-hmm. and the headphones were gone. The cop yeah. uh, stole them. I know we stole them because he had mentioned that they were there at the time and he had felt insulted by the whole thing. Cause he was on speaker talking to me. That's how everyone heard. <laughs> um, he had told my friend to call me. He knew it was me because of my license plate and yeah. And the cop stole uh, my $300 um headphones and violated the nap (laughs) rough rough nap violation and the fact that it was so calculated um as opposed to "Eh, look punk kid whatever right i'm here to protect and serve um here's your headphones back i'm this is part of the protecting and serving that i uh that is written on my car for the fact that they're just so petty about this um is why uh that came to mind wow he's the biggest criminal of them all Oh my God, man, that I'm, I'm telling you right now, that was the funniest story I've probably ever heard, at least in a very long time, dude, that literally picturing you in your boxes. Oh, one second. Oh, dude, that, that is like a fucking, scene. that is so goddamn funny. That, like, oh my God, good for you for thinking about that. I can't believe it worked too. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> that was, that's the power of Jaeger, man. You, you get ideas that never would have crossed your mind. <laughs> Do you have any other times where you've had your nap violated, like somebody aggressed on you? When I was probably 13 or something, a guy tried uh, stealing my iPad, uh, iPod at a Starbucks. Now, at this time, I am making about a dollar an hour. um, A dollar an hour? Working, I know, in violation of the minimum wage laws, (laughs) but that that is the price of being, being, you know, an entrepreneur, attempted entrepreneur. At the time, we were uh, just landscaping yards and if you take you know the amount of money we spent on material the amount of money we spent on gas uh, the amount of time it it took us so long to do something that should take you probably 10 minutes um so we were inefficient so yeah it, i was like making a dollar an hour oh, I so, when yeah, I, yeah. so when i had enough money to buy you know an ipod it was like really precious to me so i'm yeah. just sitting right there and it's being charged 
at the uh in this like small uh charging station oh. at the Starbucks uh mm-hmm. in uh, in Chandler and this kid comes up and just grabs it and just is comfortably looking through it and I go um <laughs> am I going to have to shank this motherfucker I go <laughs> I go um oh you know what he might because it's a loan he might think it's let like, someone left it so he's looking through it to take to the lost and found so I say well, don't give him too much credit. Let's, let's make it interesting. I said, Hey, is that yours? And he goes, yeah, I left it here five minutes ago. I got a very unique looking case. This could not have been mistaken. And I said, do me a favor, um, name. And I start reaching for it. And I said, name, name a song that that, that's on here. (laughs) Cause like before I accuse someone, I go, well, maybe he left his iPod charging in the same area and he mm-hmm. you know i, I don't want to just call someone a thief and then yeah. he goes reaches for it he goes no I, I my mom just got that for me <sighs> and it was over and then i just lost wow. it yeah and n- not my proudest moment but <laughs> he's alive i have my ipod let's go to the next question <laughs> there you go good stuff oh yeah when is a time where you violated the nap on somebody so i was uh 16 and I had just started driving and I, wow. and I had a car that was being lent out to me and I thought it would be really cool if I showed up to a party and just brought all the alcohol. Um, there you go. And I had like, <laughs> I had been like the, the entire week I had been going back and forth with, uh, w- with one of the seniors. Hey, so, uh, we're, we're going to meet at this place. You're going to, uh, I'm going to give you the money. Um, I'm going to, you know, t- take care of you. You always have to disincentivize them canceling or not showing up by saying, I'll give you 20 bucks if you do this. So, mm. so move. it was a bulletproof plan cancels on me last minute. Oh. So I meet some other guys at a different place and we're strategizing and I say, well, let's try going to the Safeway because every now and then you can, you know, find a cashier who's like really under stress or someone's really young or you can kind of, you know, bully them into not checking for your ID. You have to know where these places are. Um, And I said, well, let's give it a shot. Worst comes to worst. They're not going to arrest you for trying to buy. You just say, I don't have my ID. Right. So I grab, got like these bottles of Jack and I just start walking to the cash <laughs> register and then I just see the door and it's like 10 feet away from me. <laughs> and I go, oh, this is meant to be. <laughs> and then I just walk out and then I'm like in the parking lot. I'm like, oh baby, I'm free. This is going to be a great night tonight. Next thing you know, I get pummeled, taken oh. to the ground. I get taken to the ground and like right in front of my face, this guy who's dressed in, you know, uh, non, I hate to say civilian wear and use their bullshit terminology. (laughs) He was dressed like anyone else, or he looked like a man child and like a Superman shirt (laughs) with, you know, like these overly flamboyant, you know, sneakers. (laughs) So he, he like fit right in. He, he, he showed me this, uh, security badge right in front of my face after he tackled me. Look, look, look at that. Look at that. You see that? Yeah. You're coming with me. Oh, shit. So, Yikes. so like I said, 16. Yeah. And he's like, yep. Uh, so uh, we're calling the cops because of oh. the high, uh, uh, the high amount. Like if it's under 50 bucks, we mm. take care of it if it's over. So 
<laughs> he calls he calls both my dad and my grandma oh. to come pick me up. <laughs> Seeing I can see my grandma's face. Oh no! Walking walking into the Safeway, and I'm like I'm in like the back corner where like the employee lounge room oh right right so i'm like right in the back and i'm just like oh i can't even lift my head up to yeah. say hi to them oh no and I, I just didn't have much of an excuse um besides i i was i was at least a minarchist at the time so i was like <laughs> yeah that's what happens when uh, we're not allowed to buy it legally you know i would have so it's really the fault oh. of, uh, of course i'm already pinning it on someone else because <laughs> my my buying alcohol plans fell through <laughs> so he's like yeah mom cops are coming and because of the high amount you you might uh, you, you might get arrested i didn't know if that was true or not but i know that he was saying it and he goes you know 30 minutes go by um and he says well um turns out there was a really bad accident and the cops are uh held up so what oh. we're going to do is we're going to send you a uh, ticket um it's going to be the cost of everything plus a hundred dollars and you can't come to safeway for like five years oh, so shit. i was so glad i'm like i'll take any amount here's yeah. my card don't um, handcuff me <laughs> yeah yeah really um oh man but uh but but yeah so stealing booze that was uh th that was really the only time i never engaged in you know any assault or anything um so yeah, that was pretty much it. <laughs> that's hilarious, dude. I can't believe you went for it. That's that's actually like as much as it's kind of fucked up, you stole. It's like, damn, you had the balls to at least try something risky. You know, there's something commendable about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but at the time, I just would have thought, you know, how how cool it is, and well, it doesn't really <laughs> hurt them, and well, uh, yeah. so yeah, it, the, the human mind's ability to justify things. Oh right. Is, it is is just shocking <laughs> so uh we of course learn it uh in our personal lives but also researching the uh our enemies in uh, uh on both the uh, right and left uh, spectrum of things so oh my god yeah that I was know. really the the only time well good stuff excellent story you violated the nap dude this was a ton of fun i'm so glad you came on and we could hang out and uh you're a great man so thank you so much for doing all this um, for those that don't know what it is that you do, I know we talked a little bit about it, but why don't you go ahead and fill everybody in on what it is that you got going on? I have a channel on YouTube, Odyssey, Minds, and Float, and I basically try to uh, make the freedom case from a ton of different angles, foreign policy, ethics, economics, etc. I uh, try to uh, bring to life a lot of uh, works that are unappreciated or forgotten. I try to uh, provide a free education for people in economics, history, and philosophy. Um, so uh, please uh, check out anything I have there. I work at the Libertarian Institute as well, where you can find my entire archive along with a number of uh, great colleagues there. We uh, try to cover every topic uh, as often as possible. I also do a lot of interviews. I think I'm at 133 wow. interviews right now uh, with historians, philosophers, and people who just specialize in their fields, usually talking uh, about books. My uh, general uh, idea is to sort of wage an intellectual guerrilla war against <laughs> uh, intellectuals and academics who I think uh, with so much power that they have, use it either for nothing of value or use it uh, to, to uh, produce uh, negative things in, uh, in the world. So 
I got a bunch of uh, free stuff you could check out anytime. I uh, really try to make it uh, an efficient use of your time. I hardly even have introductions. So any, anything you watch, you'll be able to uh, hopefully get some value out of. Well, good stuff, man. Anyways, you have a good rest of your day. Thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you back here next week. Peace out.